everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Passion Fruits, Fruits a passion project for passionate people. people. I'm your uh, shit cucumber, Daniel. And I'm your cranberry Ooh. cool kid. <laughs> Too Adam. much alliteration. <laughs> Sounds like a Capri Sun. Yeah, cover. cranberry cool kid. Cranberry <laughs> There's cool. a kid with sunglasses on the front. <laughs> He's riding a skateboard and flipping everybody off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, he's saying "fuck you," "fuck the man." That sounds like he's a badass. Brand. That does not sound like it's on brand for for uh, Capri Sun. No, this is Capri Sun's <laughs> all about inclusion it's, and understanding. It's, it's the it's spelled with uh, three X's, but the X's are silent. It's Capri X X X Sun, but the X's are silent. So the, the new the new hard <laughs> yeah, uh, Capri yeah. Sun. <laughs> Poked hard, it. hard Capri Sun. <laughs> a little plastic bag with your yeah. with your yellow bendy straw. Punch your straw in. <laughs> jug it down. Jug a lug. Ooh, that <laughs> we went off the rails real quickly. <laughs> we haven't recorded in a while. Here we are on the Passion Fruits podcast. It is the eve of our official release date. It is. Here we are hanging out, just two bros talking about shit that we love and you love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so break break that down for us a little bit, Daniel. What what do we I do? I think that on was a pretty podcast? good explanation. We <laughs> Two dudes hanging out doing shit we love, huh? So, Daniel, yes, break it down for us a little bit. What do we do on this <laughs> cast of pods that we are hosting? Let me break it down for you, Adam. Real talk. Um, so we on Passion Fruits podcast we talk about things that we're passionate about, things that you might be passionate about and really kind of get into a deep discussion, a deep dive, a double if you click, will. if you will. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, a deep dive <laughs> into why and how someone goes from being a casual fan to a fanatic For and sure. how they just go completely bonkers over a subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need like sound effects like spring, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> we need our own soundboard. We need our, our own engineer is what we really need. Right. <laughs> oh, what you don't do a good enough job? Let's get our uh, let's get our mascot Eddie in here. Ruff, I'll mix this stuff for you. Eddie's, Eddie is an Australian <laughs> shepherd. For Ruff. those who don't know, he's our mascot. He's anyway, our mascot. Anyways, all right. So, so what? What, what are we talking about tonight? We. Are talking oh, about the oh. shit. I missed it. <laughs> We're talking about the wonderful world of model railroading, model trains, choo choos, if you will, choo choo trains. Hell yeah, we are tiny scale models of trains, choo choo. So I, we are doing this episode because Adam is a fanatic fanatic for model trains and yes. i think trains in general right yeah yeah you yeah, really just sure. like trains i do you like learning stuff getting trained on new materials and <laughs> all that good stuff um and I like, whereas i like gravy oh, gravy train get out of here the coal train from gears of war you haven't played gears of war have you nope mm, brother i like, the, I like soul listeners can you soul train <laughs> So yeah, today we're talking about model trains. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so Adam is a passionate, passionate man for. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm just going to stop there. Adam is a passionate, passionate man. <laughs> I am, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Adam, let's 
first dive into our first segment yeah. of Passion Fruitspedia per- and talk about the world of model trains. For sure. So, Passion Fruitspedia section. It's time for the Passion Fruitspedia. That was amazing, here Daniel. We are. So here we are talking about model trains, Adam, and now we're in the model train section. <laughs> and by model train section, I mean passion fruitpedia section. What section again was that? Passion fruitpedia. Passion fruitpedia. Yeah. Anyways, hey ladies right. out there. So let, let's gray. Let's ray the the track before we run pa- the passion fruits train across the track. Yeah. That's what? Lay the track down. Oh, lay. I thought you said ray the track. Oh, no. Like, lay the rail down. The foundation. Okay. The ballast, if you will. I'm excited and yes. scared. So, Daniel. Yes. What is model... Ra- I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, so, for all of those who are not super nerdy about model model trains... Right. Um, let's spend a little bit of time in talking about what is model railroading. I'm excited. All right. So, uh, according to Wikipedia, yes, railway modeling or model railroading, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> is a hobby in which uh, in uh, which rail <laughs> transport systems are modeled at a reduced scale. Is everyone awake? <laughs> everyone awake? We're good. Good to go. All right. Um, the, the, the idea about model railroading is it is a scale model. Uh So you take everything from a very big size and (laughs) shrink it down at a certain scale. (laughs) I'm really liking your hand motions of something going from bigger to smaller. Wow. All right. Um, and the idea is you create an entire world yes. out of these scale models. So everything from the track to yes. the locomotives uh-huh. to the you know the, the 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 cars on the train to the buildings and the trees when you model something is reduced down to a certain scale. Do you put people in your models or are you sometimes you like a post apocalyptic world where the trains <laughs> are still running on time but there are no people there? <laughs> Cool. Um, do you ever put yourself in the model? Yes, I have. It's just like clones of myself at oh, a one eighty seventh scale. But you're a doctor in one, and a yeah. train conductor in the other. Exactly. In real life and in the model. How did you world. Know? Don't give away so much personal oh, information about me, Daniel. Gosh. Adam is not the train conductor of the <sighs> New York subway. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, but model railroad really got, really got its start back in the late 1800s, early 1900s oh. as toy trains. So, that, you know, not mm. necessarily to scale. They were just miniature replicas, not even replicas, but just toys, basically. Yeah. You know, you, you, you spin them around the, the Christmas tree or mm. they were just kind of a fun activity to have. The whole family has fun with that. Yes. Whole, whole family fun, <laughs> just yeah. like Walt Disney World. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, but they were, according to Wikipedia, they were crude likenesses of trains. Oh, God. I know. Like oh. Raphael, rude but crude. What? <laughs> the Ninja Turtle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Raphael is cool but crude. Michelangelo um, is a party dude. He was a party dude because he liked pizza. <laughs> we get on the subject of Ninja Turtles because you talked about crude. <laughs> I'm that is the most. I'm guns to talk about the turtles, Adam. <laughs> um, but the, there, there are a couple key things about model railroading. Yes, first of all, is that at least the ones that 
I work with and the ones that have been worked with over the last century or so is that they yeah. are self-propellant. So there is a mm. small motor within the locomotives that actually pull the trains around on the uh, around the track under their own power. Cool. So most of the time they're electrified. Um, mm. Like the rail is actually electrified and they're oh, tiny God. little electric Don't motors. Don't touch the third rail. Exactly. <laughs> um, I have signs. Whenever I play with my trains, I just have signs all around. Like, don't touch the rail. You have like police tape up. Like, don't even get close. Um, but they you look at it. You look at the track. It's like, boy, it would be fun to play with this. But I'm so scared of that third rail and frying my own dick off. I mean, hold on. Let me do that again and not make a penis joke. You're you're shit. I lost it. <laughs> We'll just you cut that out. Fry your own ears off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <That's, laughs> how do you just default to dick jokes? <laughs> because what's funnier? Frying your own dick off or frying your own pinky off? Come on. You're laughing at the dick joke, Adam. You're not laughing at the pinky joke. I'm laughing anyways. Um break <laughs> um, what? we're not playing football <laughs> so but what but basically from the early 1900s yes. on through now the the model railroading evolved from being toy trains to actual scale models and as as i said before like the scale like everything's miniaturized at a certain scale so you take a foot um the most popular gauge yes. the most popular scale if you will is uh-huh. ho scale mm. ho scale Actually, uh-huh. let, let's back up a little bit. No, I don't. <laughs> can trains go backwards? Yeah, yes, they can. <laughs> oh, well, then there you go. <laughs> choo, choo, <laughs> let's beep, back up. Beep, beep. Um, do they but, have a beeper noise? No, they do not. Okay. Uh, but the model railroading really started at O scale, mm. which is kind of like that classic midsize, uh, almost like line. Like when you think about model railroading, you think of like the Lionel trains running around the Christmas tree. Yeah. Did you ever um. tell did you ever tell someone you're gonna show them your O scale? Ow 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 <laughs> Did you, Adam? Yes, all oh, the time, yeah. Adam, uh. so many gross jokes. <laughs> um but the uh the so back in the early 1900s yeah. is they, the, the O scale that went from like those Lionel toy trains to at ones that were actually of scale size. And so mm. like the, de- like I said, the details were all miniaturized at a, Wait, certain, hold on. At a Sorry. certain scale. You said, I lost it. Right. So <laughs> O scale. Yeah. Is you said of scale size at scale size of scale size. Okay. Maybe. I thought I, I got confused. Anyways. Um, it's all very interesting when I interrupt you. Very intriguing. <laughs> to ask your the definition of some words. <laughs> but what basically, does the mean. But, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but basically, all the uh, the the toy the industry the model train hobby has expanded to not just these like toy trains that O scale, mm-hmm. but to it's branched off into a lot of different scales. So you like basically have HO scale. Yes, like HO scale, which is huh. what I model. Gotcha. HO scale is half of O scale. Got it. And HO is one eighty seventh the size of regular <laughs> regular size, like real life size. 
<laughs> get it? Got it. There's a test at the yeah. end of this. <laughs> Damn it. All right, hold on. Let me get some notes out. Scratch, scratch. Pencil Scritchy noises. Scratch. Um, but uh, a lot of these, they, they come about and they're, they're different variations to the scales and people have different preferences for which scale they model because the smaller you go, the more you can pack into a scene. So you mm. think like like the size of a regular room, you can with if something is like HO scale is half the size of O scale, right. you can literally pack in twice as much. Right. So if you're modeling mountains and towns and stuff like that, you yeah. literally have twice as much room to work with. So you're talking about tracks and trains sure. as HO scale. Mm-hmm. The scenery, I'm assuming, since you're the scenery yeah. is like HO scale as yes. well. Okay, yeah. got it. So, so everything. So there's this whole industry out there that literally makes the same stuff in different sizes. Interesting. So like you, there are packs of people at at O scale. There mm-hmm. are packs of people in HO scale. There are packs of people in N scale, which is super tiny stuff. <sighs> um, but the trade off is that yes. the smaller you go, the less deta- detail you get. Makes sense. So yeah, so you can't have a lot of like the really intricate details, and that's where people have the preferences for one or the other because some of them like to have like grand scenes and, and or are have limited space or they want incredibly intricately detailed stuff. Gotcha. Um, do, to, you, do you feel you get enough detail with HO scale? Yes. And that's generally the reason why um, there I model HO is because it's commonly known as having the best trade-offs between being large enough where it has good detail but yeah. small enough where you can um small enough where you can pack a lot in gotcha. in, in a limited space like you don't need a whole house to represent something right Got uh, it. like or a whole house's worth of space to represent something gotcha um and and i'd say there are a lot of different facets about model railroading that people are drawn to and then we'll get into this later on but um you know i've I have known and, and the different subjects that come up is some people really like modeling a certain time period gotcha. and a certain railway. So there are some people that uh, will focus exclusively on like a, you know, let's say just like the Raleigh-Durham area right. in the 1960s. If we got a fucking light rail. You could have a light rail model. God damn, damn it. Oh, Stupid. man. Passion fruits is getting Stupid. political. <laughs> Stupid city. <laughs> Stupid state. No, um, we love North Carolina. <laughs> um do you model a particular time period? Yes. So not necessarily a particular time period, but I I, I try and stick within the uh, 70s and 80s mm. and early 90s um, God. with the Southern Railway. Such great music then. You oh, can, You have yeah. a great soundtrack, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> was it, was, a, it was my attempt. At, it was a, clearly a 70s song. <laughs> it was my attempt at a, a acapella disco. Oh, cool. Yeah. My, um, my album, my uh, e, my uh, EP is dropping soon. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> train songs, by yeah. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Disco and train sounds mixed together. Nothing um, better. But there's so some people model a particular time period. Yeah. Some people uh, are just really into the artistic side. So mm. you have some people that paint gorgeous backdrops to their layouts and they're very intricately detailed. Yeah. There's some people that love doing scenery work. So. You know, I know people that will spend years literally building little cities and like uh, detailing all the interiors of buildings and making sure that the roads look really 
realistic and stuff like that. Do um, you so backdrops? Do people like place their <laughs> place their um, trains like on a table? Sure, and then paint like a background. Yes, do you do that? I do not. I don't yeah. have a permanent layout set up because I don't have the room for it. Right. Um, but you know, you've got different examples of how people model and that I think that's the, the, the overarching theme is there people come to the hobby for different reasons, whether it be the more creative work, uh, of painting and creating these super awesome scenes, yeah. or they come to it because they want like the re- like they love the historical aspect to it. Right. Um, and for, for a lot of people, it, it is what you want. It is what you want. Like the, the, the golden rule about model railroading, railroading is your railway, your rules. So you nice. can do whatever you want. Fuck yeah. Um, there, there's like super cool things going on now with the advent of these computer things. What? Yeah. Computers. <laughs> I think you mean Turing machines. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people were literally, some of the locomotives have little digital chips oh embedded my God. in them. And you can pre-program, pre-program to run on their own. So you don't actually don't have to like do a throttle or, or anything, like, like manually increase or decrease the speed. But through a computer program that's hooked up to the layout, Jesus. you can actually control all your trains from a computer screen. It's or like an iPad. Skynet, exactly. Oh my god, taking over model railroading. No, the Terminator. <laughs> that would be uh, scary to see a Terminator made out of just train parts and scenery. <laughs> the a most, mountain for the, the most delicate Terminator <laughs> yeah. ever. It's like we could, oh, no. we can easily destroy him. <laughs> the uprising um, will be short. Yeah. But the I think the, the the overarching theme is is I think like the the best modelers mm. go through the steps of having a combination of everything. So uh, they set their layout in a particular time period. They yeah. have very realistic uh, aspects to it, and I know some people that get into the hobby because they like photography, and so they'll actually. Hmm. do they'll they'll set up scenes in order to photograph them cool. and it's amazing I'm sure how realistic some of these things look like cool. it's phenomenal huh. so so yeah so that's like a little background of the hobby and the hobby is obviously it, i i'd say it had its its biggest uh it was at its most popular back in the 60s 70s and 80s right. because you had that's no, what like video games to yeah, distract kids Psh. and stuff Gosh, video games. But, but you had all these, um, like, that's what kids got for Christmas was a train set. To gotcha. Run. Um, and the, the hobby shrunk a little bit and yeah. you know, the, the dynamics of the hobby have changed. So, like, you know, hobby stores just aren't, just aren't nearly as common. Gotcha. Um, but there's a thriving internet business for it. Yeah. And there, there are a surprising number of young people coming into the hobby too, which nice. I think is cool. I think every, everyone who still sees a train is still somewhat fascinated by it. Like at least I am. And that's what how do they into. work? <laughs> well, you first have to <laughs> I do think it's by magnets, <laughs> the, the, by magnets. The engineer, uh, does the choo choo noise. So okay. like when <laughs> you hear mouth. it, it's actually just a microphone on a loudspeaker. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, well, now yeah. we know everything about trains. Everything listeners. to know about model trains. Well, thank you. Well, how about we hop into story time, if you're ready for that. Oh, yeah. All uh, right. Well, let's hop into story time. Perfect. Here we go. I hopped and spra- sprained my ankle. Ow. <laughs> oh, Ow. poor Adam. <laughs> um, so have you ever made a Harry Potter? 
daughter model <laughs> train. <laughs> nine platform nine and three quarters headed uh, over to. I have not, Hogwarts. but there is there is literally a scale model of the Harry Potter train. I'm not surprised, Adam. It's a worldwide phenomenon that you should just get on board with. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought about getting it at one point. In time. Have you heard of Harry Potter? <laughs> No, what is it? What is it, Mike? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, he's called the boy who lived because he lived. <laughs> Tricked you, Model Railroad fans. This is a Harry Potter episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's change it up. All right. Uh, the boy who lived, he has a scar on his forehead. He, he does. He has brown hair. What's the scar the shape of? Uh, a Z. <laughs> a lightning bolt? No. Yeah. Not in my fan fiction. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry for... The detour. Uh, the Re- well, the the I saw a head on the tracks that we were on. There was a closed section. Okay. So I threw the lever and we like did like a cool drift <laughs> on our train. <laughs> and, like Whoa. went around that uh, closed yeah. track and you saw like a bridge that was broken down and we missed it. So here we are. Oh, thank you, Dan. So Harry Potter. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So. Yes, I I you've answered. All of my questions. Yes. I don't think I have any more about gauges or... <sighs> Basically, for all our listeners, think small electrified trains going small around. Small is good, guys. Small yes. is good. <laughs> oh. uh, what did you say? <laughs> think small electrified... Think small electrified trains. Yes. That, that's that's a model it, train. Yes. Not a toy train, you idiots out there. Uh, yeah, idiots. I don't play with toys. Stupid. So yeah, so let's uh, let's kind of get into the story time. Yeah, yeah, story time. Story time. Let me pull up a mug. Adam and I are having some very nice Japanese whiskey. Yes, to celebrate life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Da, um, da, 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 da. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start singing Kid Cudi, but that works too. Yes, so story time. I've got my mug of cocoa and my whiskey. Uh, great combination, cocoa and whiskey. So yeah, whiskey and cocoa, nothing better. Oh, Go yeah. ahead, Adam. So in story time, we yes. talk about how I got into this wonderful hobby of mine, right? Yeah. Sweet. All right. I'm scared. Full speed ahead. Choo-choo. <laughs> oh, boy. Train train stuff. All right. Get ready for train, train stuff, guys. noises. All right. I want to learn all about Adam and his model train. Ah, uh, yes. Obsession. So it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Thunder noises, uh, crash, boom, bang. <laughs> uh, so I think I'm, I've always been like a 70-year-old man at heart. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> it's one of my more endearing traits. Yeah, totally. Um, but I've loved trains my entire life. And I think a lot of that was in If you love them so much, why don't you marry them? Oh, I got him. I got him, listeners. I, I did. Him. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> and she is beautiful. Yes, she is. I love her chassis. <laughs> wow, how dare you say that about my <laughs> That's wife? That's my wife you're talking about. <laughs> End of podcast. Oh, man. Um, no, I've loved my trains my entire life. Yes. Uh, I think primarily influenced by my father and my grandfather. Gotcha. Um, my, grandfa- my father always tells me the story, kind of relays the stories about the relationship he had with his grandfather. Gotcha. And how he would take... So my great grandfather would take my father down to the railroad, like the railroad yard, yeah. in Lynchburg, Virginia, to like watch the trains come through. Right, and I think, and so because of that, my dad always liked trains, and he had model, he like he had electrified model trains growing up. And when I was really little, 
he got me into it through a few things. So one, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah. One, just because it's like a fun kid's story. Shining Time Station. I love Shining Time Station. Mm -hmm. George Carlin was the conductor. And, And uh... Oh, that lovable lad from Liverpool, Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. The drummer of the Rolling Stones. Not the Rolling Stones. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Oh, yeah. Prankster. (laughs) Original Um, prankster. You done now? <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we it's like Thompson Tank Engine, obviously, yeah. and then Brio trains were right. like the the wooden trains right. that kids got. There and have I, been a lot of names bandied about that I'm trying to keep track of, but I recognize Brio. Yes, and brioche buns. Mm. Brioche buns. Mm. Nothing hotter than a buttery brioche bun. Wow. Are we being sponsored by brioche buns? <laughs> yes. Just a general <laughs> idea of brioche buns. All right. Keep going. Like fashion Foods, fashion foods podcast brought to you by water. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry to derail uh, the conversation. I made that joke earlier in the podcast. Uh, I don't think so. Yes. Hold on, rewind the tape. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, continue. What were you derailing the conversation about? <laughs> I don't know. Brioche bun. It worked. <laughs> um, I'm actually a uh, <laughs> bandit here to rob your train. No, no. And that just means derailing the podcast. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. So you were, so, talking, you were having a very nice moment uh, about talking about model trains. Yeah, and my and my family history on your model trains. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Brio trains, like wooden Brio trains. So that's what I really got started with. But my dad in our house back uh, in Southern Virginia, where I grew up for the first eight or nine years of my life. Um, he had a table, wooden table set up downstairs, yeah. four, four by eight feet, with uh, his model trains, gotcha. up, like his uh, his personal ones. And when I was old enough, and actually, I, I it was pretty early on, early on when I started kind of playing with them. It wasn't like um, in the Lego Movie where Will Ferrell, spoiler alert, Will Ferrell's the dad who doesn't let his kids play with his Legos. No, your dad didn't do that. No, <laughs> that's nice. Dad was pretty. Dad was pretty cool, and I was a weird kid, yeah. so I was like very careful about the trains and oh, like nature, like all the wheels would be on. He had his own secret model train table <laughs> in like the bedroom in the closet <laughs> that you didn't know about. He was like, "Stupid Adam keeps moving. <laughs> Doesn't he realize that a caboose can't drag a, a bunch of cars around?" Yeah. Yeah, but that. you were putting the caboose in front of everything, uh, just like you do now. I do. You put the caboose in front of everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> how yes. Do you, how do you know my secret? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I think that's one thing that Dad always recognized. Was I was super careful with like like the real trains. Gotcha. And I remember having a, a train-themed birthday party when oh, I was nice. like five or six. And all my friends came over. I yelled at my friends because – I, I don't know if I yelled, but I like <laughs> – uh, admonish them for not oh. being careful enough with the with the train. Hey, nice. Your yeah. dad was like, "Yes, I've trained him well." But my dad thought I was a nerd. Well, <laughs> he was like, "Man, that's not Adam." Anyways. You still are a nerd, but uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but here we are talking about nerdy things. Yeah. Um, and kind of on from there. Sorry, did you have a question? Uh, no, okay. I just like imagining a little Adam at a birth at his birthday with trains and stuff. And oh, his it's, friends, it's very cute. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, so dad and I, when I got a little bit older, we started actually like collecting trains and going to train shows and such like and such. And at that point in time, I was a little bit more cognizant of what I wanted. Gotcha. Um, and I got my, the first like real train set of my own that I got Yeah, was an Amtrak set. Mm. Like three cars, engine, but it was yeah. like detailed and the cars lit up and it cool. was really cool. And... After that, too, my dad and I found this really cool older train set modeling the Southern Railway, which was an old railway that ran primarily in the southeast, yeah. based out of um, one of the main depots engine shops where was at Spencer in Salisbury, North Carolina. Yeah. So really prevalent in the in the area that right. we lived in. And it ran from Washington, D.C., primarily down to like New Orleans, essentially. Bringing those but fat this, cats to New Orleans. Exactly. Stealing all our money. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started about the fat cats up in Washington. Oh, either. no. Just don't even. But we, uh, but so we found, uh, it was, it was small finds like that where we found like really cool, uh, models that my dad remembered from his childhood because he rode the Southern Railway. Gotcha. Uh, like actually rode on the actual trains. Yeah. So I fell in love with it. Nice. Um, but yeah, so, so it was, it was that and it's, uh, we'll get into it a, a little bit later, but I really enjoy, uh, like what really got me was kind of the family connections and the history behind it. Right. Um, you know, being able to put like run stuff around the living room yeah. on, on like track that looked like either stuff that I had seen in, in real life yeah. or stuff that I had heard of and heard my dad talk about. So huh. it was like, it was more, it was more than just like a, this is a cool toy to play with. Right. I've, and I think this is reflected in my personality, but I, I always love like driving simulator, like racing simulators right. and like air, you know, flying simulators and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So anything where it like, it lets me do stuff in real life. That make, is that like, Especially with some of those simulator video games is trying to be as realistic as possible. Yep. Huh. Cool. Um, So you gave me a little bit of research to do uh, in between our episodes to like look at some model train stuff. And I was looking at some of the periodicals. And so describe. So you talk about the Southern Railway. Sure. So are you trying to like recreate exactly like the track that the Southern Railway goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I saw the, like in the periodicals, the modules are like, here's a Canyon module, like modeled after, uh, the grand Canyon. Cause yeah. there's a, you know, a train at the bottom of the grand very canyon. famous train that goes <laughs> to the grand Canyon <laughs> yeah. um, called the grand Canyon train. So describe that a little bit more. Cause again, I, the, m- the modeling that I have done, other than for like Vanity Fair and uh, <laughs> and Playboy, I, yeah, that episodes uh, that, those those issues are coming out soon, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was. I heard that it was just uh, like a, a repeat ask, basically. Yeah. You're I mean, so you're like a like a like a uh, one of the, one of the one of the regulars. If yeah, you will. I'm like because Alec, uh, I'm like Alec Baldwin or Christopher Walken for SNL. They like just let. <laughs> them know that they're going to host one night and if it if their schedule allows it, they just do it so yeah. that's what i i just have like a standing invitation with vanity fair it's i mean it's a, it's an honor to be in the room and i mean you. you can tell by the listeners can't tell but the, you can tell by what i'm wearing right now i'm very fashionable <laughs> and vanity fair should take all the advice from me because that's what they do is just advice columns but i, I mean uh, everyone takes advice from you right 
Like you are the trendsetter. Here we are. Yeah. Um, what was you, I? You were asking about modules. Yes, modules. Um, not just for kids anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit, Adam, what the fuck was I going to say? So you were asking what, like, if I was modeling a certain section of track or something. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. Thank yeah. you. So you and your dad doing the Southern Railway, mm-hmm. like. I would imagine that you couldn't just do... So, was it like a specific section of the track? Or was it like the train? The, Describe that a little bit The train itself. Gotcha. Um, now, that being said, a lot of people and myself include... So, I have kind of narrowed down my area of interest gotcha. to like certain parts of the Southern Railway. So, okay. I, would, I don't have a layout right now. And mm. by layout, meaning like, you know, the whole kit and caboodle, mm-hmm. um, trees and grass and railroad tracks and trains and stuff like that. Right. Everything that makes up a train in real life and yes. on a model scale. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Choo, choo. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I got an award. I got an award. Um, but I have, myself, I've kind of concentrated down to wanting to model in, in pretty much where I grew up. So like in that Lynchburg, Virginia area, lots of different industries coming through, coal, passenger, and uh, like fairly interesting scenery. So um, if so, if you were to be, if you were to have your model train set up and you were you had the Southern Railway cars sure. or what'd you call them stock rolling stock rolling stock? If yeah. you had the Southern Railway rolling stock, would you? make a track that like went through the Rocky mountains or through a Canyon or would that be like frowned upon? Cause that's not realistic. Um, it's frowned upon to a certain extent. Now, oh, now this is uh, one, one thing that I'll emphasize now. And, and again, later on yeah. in our last segment, but the, the baseline is this is all about fun. Like, your uh, fun the the, the rule du, 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 du. this is not fun <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> um but the the overarching the overarching theme is your what if you had if you were just doing this podcast thinking that we would make money from it like this can't be fun at all this is a job <laughs> waking up at 6 p.m. to record a podcast <laughs> with Daniel. It's a job, man. It's a oh, job. Wait. That's not happening? No. <laughs> so we're not making any money what? yet. There we go. Um, all right. Go ahead. Um, but the the kind of the, the, the overarching rule is your railway, your rules. So, yeah, it wouldn't be like prototypical, meaning like it wouldn't be super accurate. But ultimately, no one cares. It's, you, it's your creative outlet. And by your, I mean my creative outlet. It is... You know, it's something that I like to do to relax. It's something right. I like to do just for fun. So if I wanted to put the Southern Railway through the Rocky Mountains, would it be fuck accurate? It. Yeah, exactly. Screw you, model train monthly. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. He's Adam, Adam the modeler. Sticking Adam the model the trainer. Model, sticking it to the model train man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the conductor. Oh, poor conductor. Mr. Poor. Sir Topham Hat. So <laughs> do you prefer to be the conductor or the engineer? When what, you, what do you mean? When you model your trains. <laughs> I think I'm both. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Are you a, are you a passenger as I well? A, I'm a passenger as well. On this, what we call, spaceship Earth. 
Oh boy! And on that note, <laughs> good night, uh, everybody. Let's uh, look let's, towards let's, the skies, uh, <laughs> the railways. We're gonna take a quick break. Oh yeah, to, I'm uh, gonna take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and from 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 my throne, I'm going to read off our sponsors. Many many sponsors. Many sponsors. Yes. All right, we'll be right back, everybody. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Let's rock and roll, baby. We're back. Hey, you over there. You. Hey, you trying to get on this train? Hey, get away. I don't think you have a ticket. Hey. Clip, clip, clip. Here comes the conductor. That's him walking. Hey, you, sir, young man, do you have a ticket? Uh, I think so. Hold on one second. <laughs> and he pats, pats his, uh, his pockets like, oh, I guess I left it over there. You know what's going to have to happen. <laughs> Throw what? you off the train. No! <laughs> so do you do... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a graphic podcast. <laughs> um. So, Adam, when you... uh. <laughs> When you make your model train, is there like, because a lot of fun times I've had playing with like model cars or like model airplanes is like when you crash them. Do you ever crash your model train? No, you never crash your model train. Do you ever have like a broken, like the bridge is out, like a hero, like in Fast and Furious, Fast Five has to like (laughs) jump off a moving train and save some cars? Not for the amount of money I spend on my model trains. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good to know. So do people do that? I don't think so. Got it. I think it's very like. I mean, the demographic that oh, is no. the demographic <laughs> that's like, that's like primarily addressed by model trains is like fifty-five-year-old white men and older, <laughs> which you are not. <laughs> no, I am. I am not. Surprise. <laughs> um, no, the funny thing is, it's 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 a really blue-collar hobby. Like a really blue collar hobby. Hey Adam, um, what? Here's your sign. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Get her done, Adam. Tater salad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'm glad that you're laughing so much. <laughs> I'm happy that you're. Happy. Everybody's laughing so much, Adam. Oh, Everybody boy. in the world. No, but it's it's such a blue collar hobby. Like gotcha. I I didn't realize it. So because I'm super cool. Well, yeah. Most of my Facebook is just me on model train groups. Huh. Really? Yeah. I guess I'm not part of those groups. I wouldn't. Do you post? No, I primarily browse. You just watch. Yeah. <laughs> From I, afar. I'm a, I'm a lurk, lurker. Yeah. But, yeah. They, you wouldn't want anybody to know that you're uh, not a blue collar 55 year old white male. <laughs> oh, they <laughs> know. They know very quickly. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, like a lot of yeah, just demographics that you that you don't quite expect hmm. when it comes to on, what is honestly a fairly expensive hobby. When yeah. It boils down to so it. talk about that because I know that yeah, and you've kind of maybe alluded to this in earlier episodes that you're a collector um, yeah. and talk about what, kind of what, why you like model train so much based on the collector aspect. So I'm, it's the, it's the hoarder in me. Um, 
Cool. But I get that from my father. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> this is our intervention. Welcome, Adam, to Passion Fruits Intervention Podcast. To, to get into the room where we're recording, Daniel had to wade through like mounds of trains. <laughs> newspapers from 1995. You mean newspapers from the turn of the century when uh, when model, model trains first right. start. Y2K, it's yeah. here. <laughs> have, have people heard of this Y2K and model trains? <laughs> Um, I, I like it because railroads in the past had such expansive, um, uh, like fleets, if you will, of stuff. Fleet. And, oh boy. <laughs> um, but you re- really, so most, most larger railroads had a lot of different types of rolling stock. So lots of different cars, yeah. be it passenger cars or freight cars, yeah. lots of different locomotives, and then all the railroads kind of uh, worked again, like competed against each other, but worked with each other at times as well, and still do. There's a lot of opportunity to not buy just one brand. Now I wouldn't say brand, but like road name. So like a, a popular train, uh-huh. ra- like railway right now is either Norfolk Southern, Norfolk, Norfolk Southern. Uh-huh. Or CSX or the passenger line Amtrak. So, right. uh, like, back, but back when railroads were at their heyday, it could be, you know, you'd ha- there were hundreds of railroads, not Jesus. just like the five or six that are in operation today. The big five or six. What? <laughs> the big five or six. <laughs> big five or six. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Depending on the day. Yeah. Uh, and whether you're soaking wet or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, but yeah, so the, the collecting aspect is just there's, there are a lot of different models out there gotcha. that are all relevant to what you model, like what you collect. Gotcha. So like, I collect a lot of Amtrak and yeah. I collect a lot of Southern. Um, Southern Railway, So, but I have freight locomotives and passenger locomotives and lots of different cars. So I've got like cars that carry coal and cars like regular box cars and flat cars. And how much... Does like a car cost? It varies wildly. So I am, uh, while I am a collector, I'm a cheap bastard. Gotcha. Um, so <laughs> I've always I said d- that about you. Yeah. Oh, Adam, he's a cheap bastard. <laughs> Don't let him take you out on a date because he'll just pay in model trains. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, can you accept this for payment? <laughs> um, I just bring a box of them everywhere I yeah. go. It's like you know, the barter system's still alive. Really, well, paying the ass to go out, go out with you. <laughs> oh, can I get my change, please? <laughs> get a uh, wheel back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I got uh, like I, I do. There's a decent amount on eBay. Um, you go to train the shows, electronic bay. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, that's on eBay. Oh man, Remember the song. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've got that. You have uh, like swap groups and stuff like that. Gotcha. Model mo- a train shows. A lot of it is just to go and find stuff you want. Do you have to get a background check to get a model? Train? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mandatory universal background. Uh, excuse me, sir. You purchased this engine before. What are you? What are your intentions with this? It's like, oh, whoa! That guy had lots of locomotives and track stockpiled in his. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, uh, 
and, and there are always deals and but unfortunately the hobby has become pretty expensive if you're buying stuff brand new like that's a pain in the ass yeah so like stupid for, for reference engines yeah. on average an engine will be about 200 bucks brand Jesus. new. it is a lot of money I, guess, I mean i guess it makes sense because they're not just like stationary engines right. they're moving the rolling stock hold on i have to close my eyes and remember <laughs> all the lingo on the ho track <laughs> they're actually moving it but and then uh, this will get into a you know a, other other bits about model railroading today is that yeah. there's a lot of technology involved. So there are actually ways to like the track is electrified, but there are actually little computer chips that you can put in each locomotive so that they can all run independently. My God. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's like Skynet. Yes. Us. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'll be back. The Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you've got, uh, and then like cars, but let's put it this way. Like I will spend, um, you know, there are, I have a couple locomotives that I've spent a decent amount of money on, yeah. like no more, but most, no more than like 150 bucks gotcha. tops. Um, just cause it's not worth it to me. Like it's still at the, in my mind at the end of the day, it's still like, it's still a toy. It's a hobby. Right. Well, um, so what, like. How expensive can an engine get? Like, and what? It, and I know it would come down to like, oh, this one is made out of brass and yeah. has a small, like, has AI in it and yeah. can answer complex questions. <laughs> um, is that kind of what? You, like, how they just get more and more expensive? Is the yeah. material? And, well, obviously, that's how anything gets more and more expensive. God damn it, Daniel! <laughs> stupid God! Stupid! 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 <laughs> um. But yes, explain that a little bit. It boils down to the material a lot. Um, brass is more expensive, but because and, and all in the it's all in the name of being more prototypical. So it's having more detail. Gotcha. So brass engines are really expensive because they're usually made one off. So like they're handcrafted or oh. hand molded, huh. and then you have tons of very very intricate detail um, that are added to the engines. There is some really good plastic stuff out right now too, which you know. You know, some of the pla- more expensive plastic engines are like four to six hundred dollars. Gotcha. For some brass engines, a thousand dollars or more for like an HO scale type thing. Oh my god! And then most of those are equipped with like the little computer right. chips and stuff, and it just gets really expensive. Um, are there model trains that? Because I know, like, talk about model vehicles. Sometimes you paint yep. them yourselves. Are there model trains? Do you usually do that, or do you prefer to get the ones kind of pre-made with the style that you like? Um, a mixture of both. Gotcha. So I usually don't start from like a bare shell mm. and like paint everything, but there are there are a lot of trains that come where you can add like apply decals separately. Gotcha. And like brass trains, you have to completely paint from the ground up. Jesus, decal, it's crazy. Yeah, but you know that's part of the hot like right. Uh, some people enjoy the modeling part, which uh-huh. you can spend hundreds of thousands of hours on. Right. And some people enjoy just having trains run around in a circle. Um, so there are multiple aspects to the hobby that people are in love with. Gotcha. And that's what I think is neat about the hobby is that there's so many creative outlets for people to be interested in the hobby. Mm. Whereas some people love scenery. Like they love yeah. making landscapes. Right. And they love painting the backdrops and stuff. And that's what they really like. And I, I guess it can just be like... Um there's so many different aspects to model trains that somebody 
can easily find a creative outlet in it. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. I mean, well, some some of the more active model railroaders that are pushing the like pushing the limit, <laughs> Push it, pushing the <laughs> pushing the envelope. But they're they're uh, electrical engineers. They're doing crazy things with wiring uh-huh. and like um, all that kind of stuff. Cool. So, yeah. um, so we've kind of we've talked around it i think but when did you realize that you were like a true fanatic for model trains what's like what's something crazy for model trains that you've done like have you modeled train model trained in the nude (laughs) (laughs) i snorted model trains (laughs) (laughs) you've uh, crushed them up and like oh yeah that's a good h and o or h o not h and o Um, h and o would be a separate train line yes (laughs) well done um, Thanks. <laughs> uh, one thing, like, it's when I would make specific trips, not trips, but like excursions to go to like a model train show. Like my dad and I, when I was young, went up, like drove two hours up to the Washington DC area to go to a model train show. Gotcha. Um, that's when I realized I was like, nah, I really like this stuff. Yeah. More recently, like in, you know, post college, mm. it's you know, it's still the collecting without having a place to put them up permanently. Right? right. Like I still really enjoy this. I like the collecting aspect. I like the, the prototypical aspect. Uh, this is kind of funny. Um, but when we went to see lamb of God, the other, like this past spring, yeah, 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 like yeah. last winter, yeah. maybe, um, last summer, summer, Anyways. Keep going. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was bidding on oh, an engine, shit. and I found out in the middle of the concert that I won, and I was like, yeah! Congrats. <laughs> and I was like, I hope no one sees me checking my eBay listings. <laughs> and what is that nerd doing? <laughs> Get him into the mosh pit. It was so... We have to beat him up. Yeah. I would have been so cool. Yeah, but yeah, you so, are so cool. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's it's stuff like that where... Where I, I kind of incorporate incorporate it into my daily life, gotcha. Daily schedule, huh. not and obviously not buying things all that often, but more like checking up and seeing what's new. And yeah, I subscribe to Model Railroader magazine. Thank God. Yeah, I'm sure we we should have planned this better and had them like call into the podcast and you could have geeked out with some of the <laughs> oh man authors of model S- some of the worst magazine. podcasting i've ever heard oh, is no. our model railroader podcast so <laughs> i apologize to all the listeners say, right don't now don't say that <laughs> what if they hear it's, this episode it's so boring like i'll like try and <laughs> listen to it and i'll tune it out after like 30 seconds of like what were they talking about and they're like prattling on and on and on about something i've actually found that with like kind of a lot of hobby podcasts like yeah. even some cycling podcasts oh yeah it's just like uh, they man. get really in the weeds yeah and just talk about and granted like it's content but you talk about like really granular minute shit that no one cares about hopefully <laughs> there are no reviews like that of this episode or our <laughs> podcast like man they're really boring and they could just get into the weeds of like shit that i don't care about <laughs> oh god i think we do a good job of, like scratching the sur- like going a little bit farther than just scratching the surface on yeah topic. i agree Adam. yeah where else keep... where, what other podcast would you be able to listen to the two of us riff about ho scale and and yeah. o scale and n scale let's keep patting ourselves on the back Woo. yeah Woo. good job hey. high five go up yeah good work um, i was yeah, actually so... gonna pat adam on the back but he went for the high five uh, and it was awkward and i touched his <laughs> ear and he loved it <laughs> uh but yeah that's so that's what uh that's what really 
made me realize I was like a fanatic about nice. it. Nice. Um, so I will say that the idea of like the realistic kind of model and kind of like putting that all together and painting scenes and stuff like that sounds satisfying. I And like you've made me more interested in model trains, but like I've always seen like, like we go to the state fair and yeah. they have like a little model train town. Like that's always cool. And yeah. like being in DC at the um, national tree, they always had the model trains around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always thought they're cool. Um, and I'll probably, uh, I'll definitely appreciate them more now. Yeah. But to me, the, it, they take up so much space and space and time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And expense. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think, you know, everyone has their cup of tea. That right. Like well, and that's do. like every hobby, yeah. you know, it takes up, you know, just look at the room where we have my bikes. I mean, Daniel is a fanatical underwater basket weaver. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. our, uh, our apartment is actually just made out of baskets <laughs> underwater. Ooh. Um, well, yeah, no, I mean, this has been a very interesting lesson in model trains and learning about your yeah. model training, model training. training. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, no, no, it's it's been seriously. Fun. Thank right. you. I I know I gave you some guff and some shit <laughs> about um, H O scale and N scale and Z scale. Z scale. Nice. nice. I well passed done. Flying colors. Um, no, but I really appreciate you. I mean, because obviously you're passionate about this, and um, I I. I I I, 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 I like uh, talking. We've been doing this, recording these episodes for a while before we yeah. have released any, and doing this podcast with you has like allowed me to, like, I don't sit down and talk to anybody like about this stuff anymore. I feel like we did that more in college, maybe I don't know, but like now I'm gonna go off track a little bit. <laughs> I've never made that joke before, nor is Adam. Um, like talking about like stuff that you're even getting passionate about, like just in the past couple of years, like sure, it's being older. Maybe it's just a kind of a fact of being older that like you can't just like go and nerd out and just like bore. I mean, you can certainly talk about it and nerd out about it with your friends, but like when else would I get like a deep dive into model trains with you? Right. Um, number one, you don't drink enough. <laughs> um, number two, <laughs> I probably would not have asked about it <laughs> or you would have seen my face after like you've, you've just kept me captive with your microphone and the headphones. So I couldn't go anywhere No, but I, I all kidding aside, I really appreciate it, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. Any hoozle. All uh, right. On that more serious note. All right. So we are on to our fourth and final section of the podcast. Yes. All right. <laughs> recommendations i'm here to give you a recommendation you coming from you the podcast nation nation of passion fruits well done that's the passion fruits nation that's the backup singer Oh. They'll be auto-tuned. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So last time, you 
uh, recommended to me, or should I say I recommended to you? <laughs> Hold on. All right, we're back after we remember what we recommended to each other. <laughs> um, so last time you recommended that I listen to Weezer's new album, the Teal album, yes, their cover album. I've listened to it actually quite a bit. Um, uh, I'm getting more and more news notifications about Weezer, which is good or bad. <laughs> just because I was like looking at the cover of that Teal album, and I was <laughs> I just searched Google. I was like, "How old is Weezer?" <laughs> Because <laughs> they look, I mean, they don't look exactly the same. Anyway. Um, they look pretty similar, though. But they Rip, do. And Rivers that, Kumo has not aged That's all. what I was trying to figure out. I was like, okay, how fucking old are these dudes and what magic elixir are they drinking? So I saw I saw Weezer in 2005. Yeah. And Rivers looks exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that album, I've enjoyed that album. I've listened actually to it quite a bit. Um Listening to it, I think like the week after you recommended it to me, mm-hmm. I I don't listen to the radio at all. Like I'll throw on right. Spotify or a podcast or something. Um, and then riding in the car with Katie, listening to the radio rather than throwing on like Spotify, I heard like three or four of the songs that they covered. Really? Yeah. And oh, so wait, was, wait, that they covered. Yeah, not that they the covered. actual cover. Right. Songs. Yeah, okay. not the not the actual Weezer songs. But so it was kind of like, well. I wish they had um, covered a little more obscure songs, but I love yeah. their um, version of Paranoid. Like That is, that really is so much fun. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, everybody loves to cover that song, but you don't really hear, out of all the other songs that they cover, you hear you don't really hear many Black Sabbath covers. Yeah. Or I'm just not finding covers. Anyway, very interesting stuff, Daniel. Yeah, wow. Okay, Adam. Last time yeah. on Passion Fruits. Oh, boy. Go ahead. Uh, what did you da recommend la to me again? <laughs> um, the album by the local band, Lomelands, uh, the album oh, Sweet yes. High Rise. Yes. Sorry. So I did listen to it a couple of times. But nice. This is probably, what, two weeks, two, three yeah. weeks ago? We'll peek behind the curtain um, a little bit. Drop yeah. the kimono. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did listen to it. Nice. And I li- so that was kind of my on rotation at work for a few days. Nice. That was, I really liked it. I, I had not. They're very, um, they're folk. Yeah. Right? Electric yeah. folk, yeah. I would say. Um, but really like, like honestly, awesome, awesome work music. Like yeah. good groove, groove. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed the groove, brother. Yeah. <laughs> brother. Yeah. Um, so what would you like to recommend to me this time around? Oh boy. So I think that this week I would recommend that you rent or watch um, the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah. Have the Freddie Mercury yeah. biopic. I've been, I will be honest, I've been hesitant to watch it. Okay, why? Um, I Because I've kind of like followed the history of them making that movie. Yeah. And how um, originally like Sasha Baron Cohen was going to play Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And how it was going to be more like a realistic look at, um, Freddie Mercury and Queen and not be as like um, like Hollywood or like not as like sycophantic about Queen okay. as Bohemian Rhapsody might be I, I'm i gonna watch it um, I, I, I I'll let you know I have my trepidations I I went in so I am not the biggest Queen fan and um, can I also say that the I think Queen is a 
great band, an amazing band, but the it seems like for the past five years it's just been like a queen worship, like worshiping the queen and not the England queen. Um, just like worshiping queen, like queen can do no wrong, and all I listen to is Bohemian Rhapsody. It's just like, uh, <laughs> stop talking about queen. Now don't <laughs> don't go listen to our Metallica episode where we just talk about Metallica. So again, well, I think I feel like a lot of the past couple episodes have been the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> no never never that has never happened on the show anyway sorry so, i interrupted it's just I, what i, I do adam i, I like to interrupt so i watched the movie yes um, and having known honestly not a whole lot about queen uh not knowing a lot about their history yeah not knowing a lot about freddie mercury yeah that was really interesting yeah. and R- rami malik does a wonderful job gotcha. like he won on, he just won an oscar right. for it yeah spoiler alert the golden man um but he it was i can see how much it made me appreciate the band more gotcha. still not on like regular rotation for right me, but i was like oh yeah and honestly i don't think i realized the songs that queen played mm. You never that. heard of Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah, but like, Bohemian like, what? Like Radio Gaga, like one of their most popular songs, apparently, and I uh-huh. had never heard it before. Huh. But I, yeah, I guess I'm sure I've maybe been exposed to them. I listened to a lot of Queen in high school. Um, before Metallica? Around the same time. Okay. but that Very maybe, similar bands. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that may be kind of my like uh, Queen. It's like... It seems like almost very high school to me. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I was into them in high school and have kind of put them by the wayside now. I but gotcha. don't stop me now. Don't stop uh, me now. Cool. Well, I will definitely watch that. Cool. Um, right. And for you, kind of, okay. So so I'm going to recommend to you, Adam, that you listen to a podcast kind of related to the band, the band Lomelands. Uh where I first discovered the band Lomelands is from this podcast called uh, I Only Listen to the Mountain Goats. Mm. Do you know much about the Mountain Goats? I do not. Okay, so it's like a folk band, um, kind of acoustic rock band. Um, and actually, the lead singer, frontman John Darneal, who has also written a couple of very good books, Wolf and White Van and The Harvester. Fuck, I forgot that book name. Uh, anyway. He lives in Durham, but so there it's like this band that is prolific, um, has been around forever. Um, and the dude who did welcome to night Vale, um, he did this podcast where he, uh, spent like a couple weeks with John Darnell of the mountain goats and they went through, um, each song from one of the Mountain Goats albums, and they had different artists cover the song. Oh, so they would talk cool. about the specific creation of the song and then have different artists cover it. And one of the artists is Lomelands. And so I heard that, and it's one of my like favorite songs on that cover album, um, and learned more about Lomelands and more about Mountain Goats. But check out a couple episodes. I would just start with episode one of I Only Listen to the Mountain Goats. I Only Listen to the Mountain Goats. Yeah. Cool. Very yeah. good podcast. Very good show. Very good band. But you listeners, you have only been listening to Passion Fruits Podcast. We are your 
first and one and only pop. This is the last stop on the line. Everybody off the (laughs) Passion Fruits Pacific line. Choo, choo, the Passion Fruits Express. PFE. Off the rails. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. We are on Instagram at passionfruitspodcast.com. Oh, just Passion Fruit Podcast. <laughs> Never mind. Silly Adam. Uh, we are uh, available by email at passionfruitspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us any recommendations or any episodes you think or topics you think we should talk about in an episode, give us a ring. Sure. Give us a ring at 777 Let's keep dialing seven until you get one of us. Adam or Daniel at sevens. Seven on the seven. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So here we are at the end of the episode. How are we going to end this? We push people off the tree. <laughs> There's a guy who won't get off. He's holding onto the railing or... Oh, I decoupled the last car. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> See ya, sucker. See ya. All right, y'all. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,